So your health insurance as a federal employee is by far one of your best and rarest benefits that you enjoy. Because honestly, when I talk with people outside the government, whether it's a spouse of a federal employee I'm working with or whoever, it is pretty darn rare for them to have a pension as a non-federal employee. But it's probably even more rare for them to have health insurance that, of course, that they have during their career, but also not just that, but that they can keep into retirement at a reasonable price, right? That is extremely rare. But for you as a federal employee, you've enjoyed your health insurance for your career, but what are the changes that you need to be ready for and aware of as you move on to this next stage of life called retirement, right? Because there aren't changes, but there are changes, especially to the price and to other elements of your health insurance that you certainly need to be aware of. So we're gonna jump into that today. So if you are new here, my name is Dallin Hawes, a financial planner serving you guys as federal employees, helping you guys retire confident and comfortable. And we talk about your benefits and investing and taxes, all that good stuff, all the time. And today, like I said, we're talking about your health insurance and the big changes you can expect in retirement. Now, the first thing you have to understand is not everyone is able to keep health insurance into retirement, even if you're a federal employee. You have to meet two criteria. I'm not going to dig into this too deep, but there's two main criteria. First, you have to retire within an immediate retirement. And basically what that means, you have to be eligible to get a pension basically right away. Okay? That's one. Number two, you got to be covered under FEHP for the five years before you retire. If you meet both those criteria, then you're good to go. You can keep it into retirement. If you want to know more about that, there's a link below that'll take you to the article I wrote about this. There'll be tons of information in there as well as, well as some other articles and links. So there's a bunch of information in there for you. So for one of the biggest questions that you really have to understand about your health insurance into retirement is does the price increase? And the answer is no, it doesn't, but it kind of does, right? And let me walk you through this. So as a regular FERS employee, let's say you retire in July and you're of course on a federal health insurance plan in June, right? And then in July and after that you're retired, right? Does the price of that plan increase because you're retired? The answer is no, right? There's nothing magic that happens that will increase that plan. Now, there's one exception here. If you are part of an agency, for example, USPS is common here, where they pay a increased part of your premiums while you're working, part of a bargaining agreement, right? And then when you retire, that goes away and you pay what the average federal employee pays. If that's you, then your price may increase by a little bit once you retire. But barring that, the price is not gonna change when you retire. Now, of course, there's another nuance here. Just like when you're working, every year the plans change a little bit. And let's say Blue Cross Blue Shield or Aetna, whoever, Kaiser, they're going to adjust their prices and their plans every single year, right? And every single year, you have the opportunity in open season to change your plan. Well, in retirement, it's going to be the same way. So the good news is you can change your plan in open season even when you're retired, okay? And the bad news is just like you when you're working, the price will increase with inflation just like they do. The, the plans change um, in retirement as well. So you want to be flexible and to be constantly looking at your plan and say, okay, what has changed? What's the new price? Does it still make sense for you? Now, but you might've noticed that I said, hey, the price doesn't technically change, but it may end up costing you more in retirement. And let me talk you through why I say that. So while you're working, while you're an active working federal employee, you get a cool benefit. It's called premium conversion. Basically what that means is, is you can pay 
your health insurance premiums with pre-tax dollars. Okay, so what does that even mean? Let me give you an example. Let's say your salary, and this is a very simplified example, but I think it'll, it'll um, show us kind of how this works. Let's say your salary is $50,000 a year, and let's say you pay $3,000 a year in health insurance premium. So it's about $115 every two weeks, okay? So let's say that's kind of your numbers. You make about 50 grand, you pay about three grand per year in health insurance premiums. Well, for tax purposes, they actually deduct what you pay in health insurance before they even start calculating your taxes. So for tax purposes, it's gonna show that you only made $47,000 right? It comes straight out. And so basically what that means is you're paying your health insurance with pre-tax dollars. And then you pay taxes on whatever you make after that. And that's why you are working. So when you're retired, that benefit actually goes away. It goes away where you have to pay your premiums at with after-tax dollars. So let's assume that your income, your taxable income stays just about the same from your career into retirement. Well, then technically, while you're, the price for your plan may not change, the total cost will because your taxes will actually increase um, accordingly, right? And to give you an idea of what this might cost you personally extra, well, a simplified way to do this is just take your annual cost for health insurance. So let's say your annual, you know, you pay about $3,000 a year in health insurance. Well, times that by your marginal tax rate that you expect to have in retirement, and that's probably what it's gonna cost you extra in retirement because of this premium conversion change that you don't get the benefit of in retirement. So again, if we use the example of, let's say you do pay about $3,000 a year in health insurance premiums, and let's say your marginal tax rate is about 15% in retirement. I, who knows what it's gonna be for you? Certainly can be higher, certainly could be lower depending on your income. That's, let's just use 15%. Well, you take three grand, you times that by 15%, so that's about $450 that that comes out to, right? And so in retirement, assuming your tax one comes about the same, this is a simplified example again, about, it's gonna cost you about $450 extra per year in retirement. Now, $3,000 a year, I know a lot of federal employees, probably most federal employees pay more than that every year in health insurance premiums, right? So look at your numbers, see where you're at, see what your marginal tax rate is, right? Check out these things to do a little rough math for you to decide, hey, what is it gonna actually cost me extra in retirement? And certainly, every open season, as the plans change, you certainly wanna keep an eye on those prices. Whether, you know, as federal employees, you guys are so, so steady and consistent, and mo most people really don't change their health insurance plan very often. Many people stick with, okay, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Kaiser, Aetna, whatever they pick, they kinda of stick with it. And it's not a bad strategy, but you certainly want to be aware of the changes that happen every year because changes do happen and the price does change every year. You always want to make sure that you're getting the best plan for you at the best cost for you, especially as you move in reti in into retirement. Now, one big other change that does happen in retirement with your FEHB, your federal health insurance, is that Medicare comes into play as early as 65. Okay, depending on if you're working or not, but as early as 65. Now, Medicare doesn't technically change your federal health insurance plan, but as a federal employee, you're probably gonna to wanna to be involved in Medicare to some degree, right? And I've had actually a couple other videos and articles just on this topic, how much and what types of Medicare you should be involved in as a federal employee. So there'll be a link below to check out the article I wrote about this topic. There'll be tons of more information there. Check that out if you wanna learn about Medicare, how that comes into play. And that certainly might cost you extra money, at least in premiums, 
um, once you retired, it may it may save you a lot of money over the course of your retirement in out-of-pocket costs and a lot of things, but it may certainly increase how much you pay in premiums um, while you're retired. So that's certainly something to plan for and think about as well. Now, one of the last small changes that you certainly need to at least be aware of, it's not a big deal, but certainly be aware of, is of course, while you're working, you pay for the your health insurance premiums every two weeks, every two weeks, right? But in retirement, you're gonna pay for it every month, right? So the price is gonna adjust accordingly. So for example, to, to estimate what that's gonna do for the price for you, well, it doesn't change the price, it just changes how often you pay for it, right? So for example, let's say you pay $100 every two weeks, well, define what your monthly amount is gonna be. Well, you take that $100, you times it by 26, because there's 26 pay periods in a year, right? And you divide that number by 12 to get a monthly number, right? And so that you can use that math for your month, your your bi-weekly premiums you pay right now to get an idea of how much is gonna come out of your pension in retirement. So those are the big changes that happen to your FEHB in retirement, and maybe if you are already retired, or maybe you've done some research here and you have some tips and some thoughts above and beyond what we've already talked about in this video, feel free to put in the comments below in the YouTube channel. That certainly helps out everyone so people can learn, hey, what are people actually doing in real life with these decisions? So I hope, I hope this was helpful. And if you have any further questions about this topic that we didn't quite address, there's actually a link below to submit questions through our website. And then every week we do a Q&A answering those questions to give you the nuanced information and answers for you guys. So again, I hope this is helpful. Have an incredible rest of your week and I'll see you next time.